This is Financial Viewpoints with Jeff Smith from The Retirement Smith. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Jeff provides his clients and prospects the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now here is Financial Viewpoints with Jeff Smith. Welcome back to another episode of Financial Viewpoints with me, Jeff Smith, your host. Along with me is my co-host, Tony Shore. Tony, how are you doing today? I am tired, mad, disgusted, hungry, and broke. Wow. Oh, no. No, I'm kidding. I'm actually good. I'm feeling better. Uh, voice is still a little rough from the influenza last week, but uh, really, I'm a lot better, mm-hmm. and I'm excited to be here today, Jeff. There you go. Because you up when you saw it was it was time to do the show. I did. I always yeah. look. I always look forward to this each week when we record the show because mm-hmm. I enjoy talking to you, and uh, we always have a few laughs as well, right? Absolutely, yeah. always. I, I don't always. know a show that we didn't laugh at. Yeah, I mean, and that and that was just the content. Yeah, and that was just the. That wasn't even the jokes. That was right. That was you trying to give our listeners words of wisdom. <laughs> I'm kidding. Jeff, you always have great information for our listeners. And today's mm-hmm. show is an important one. So listeners, you're going to want to listen to this one and you're going to want to listen all the way through because we've got a lot to talk about today. I mean, yeah. Jeff, you have people coming to you all the time. You get calls from listeners, referrals, um, you know, your clients are sending people your way. Um, mm-hmm. You're talking to people. Uh, what is the most common question or concern people have when they first meet with you? You know, where do I start is really the big, the big thing. They the, don't know the where to begin. Common. Right. I think a lot of people come to me because there's so much, there's so much information out there. There's so many options. There's yeah. so many things. And and sometimes you can get this, what I call analysis paralysis. And what analysis paralysis, paralysis is. Paralysis yeah. by analysis, right? That's right. So you, you know, you, you know, with so many options, sometimes, you know, there comes with it this, I don't know what's best type of thing. And so that people don't, they just shut down emotionally right. and mentally. And they say, you know what, I'll, I'll, I'll shelf this until I absolutely have to. And um, I'll just say this, that, you know, I'm going to piggyback off of what we talked about last show, uh, you know, because I have a lot of clients. I have second and third generations that I work with. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, they, you know, my first generation folks, they they valued the advice. They valued the, the planning process. And so they're like, you got to talk to my my son or daughter, you know, or grandson and, um, in a lot of cases, yeah, exactly. A lot of the retirees who you've worked with, who are clients say, Hey, you know, I'm worried about my 24 year old grandson, yeah. you know, going yep. into his first full-time job or he's just out of college. Yeah, exactly. And you know, it's sort of, you know, it kind of relates to what we talked about last time and that education piece in, in talking to your kids about, financial matters are, are valuable. They're super valuable. And right. what I've found are the folks who are, have done well, have been really good savers, their children sort of follow suit. Right. So, you know, I, I love the idea of generational wealth. I, I just think it's a, 
you know, it's biblical. Um, you know, Proverbs 13 talks about it. Yep. Um, and you know, it, it is a, it is a very valuable thing to have generational wealth. And, um, and what I mean by that is it's more than just having assets, right? It's the mindset and it's the understanding and the value of saving, um, and preparing for the future with the eye on that next generation. Right. So, um, words of wisdom from, from grandparents and from parents are always, uh, valuable. Not everybody receives those, you know, you know, but for the most part, if you're, if you model it and if you're doing it and you're you're talking about it, it's going to happen with your kids. They, they, they listen to everything. And, um, you know, I gave a presentation to the Spotsylvania vocational school, um, just the other night, Tony, and it was really cool. A lot of young folks there, um, about to enter into a career and, um, not a lot of them knew, you know, what, what needed to happen, you mm-hmm. know? And so I got, I spoke for about a half an hour, but I fielded questions for the next half an hour. And, and, and there were some lingering kids that hung around for even 15 minutes past oh, that. Wow. Now we're talking about 20 some year old, mostly male in that room. And they were, yeah, they were absolutely wanting to know more. And, um, wow. it was really interesting. So good. that was exciting for me because some, you know, most times if you're talking to a group of 20 year old dudes, they're checked out thinking about their car or their date. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So it was, it was really, you mean, you, you're just relating um, to what you were doing when you were that age. Yeah, exactly. Thinking about your yeah, car, hair, the date Tony, you had that had weekend. Yeah. <laughs> or worried about your, losing and, your hair. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> which comb am I going to use? <laughs> Do I need a pick? Wouldn't that be good? <laughs> am I, am I a pick guy? Am I, you know, but, uh, but <laughs> unfortunately, uh, I don't have to worry about that anymore. Yeah. Or fortunately. Yeah. Your hair is home permanently. <laughs> it went home to the big Yes. Hole. It went to heaven before me. Yeah. It's, it's there it's waiting resting there. I always tell people, I told people that, uh, you know, God took my hair. So it make it fair for the rest of the, the rest of the guys around here. So, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's a good one. Uh, I, that's terrible. Uh, you anyway, kid. you kid. <laughs> yeah, I kid. Uh, but obviously, kid, uh, what some interesting stats that came out of this, right? So if you're 20 years old and you want to become a millionaire, you can do that by 64, wow. age 64. Sure. If you contribute $300 a month and get a 7% return, sounds pretty simple, right? Which but is doable. Uh, how many, it's doable. But uh, how many people actually do it? Yes, exactly. That's tough. But here's the interesting thing, right? If you wait 10 years and you start at 30, that number jumps to $600 a month, doubles. Yikes. And if you wait until you're 40, that number doubles from the 30 age. So it's actually higher. It's uh, $1,275 a month that you have to put away every month in order. And that, and that pushes your million dollars to age 65. So it is a significant amount of money uh, the longer you wait. And so uh, if listeners have 
you have kids and grandkids and, and even if you haven't started, start, start doing something and put it away. There are so many options. Again, we talked about this last week about the, you know, the financial landscape is, I mean, all the tools in the world are out there um, for you to just start doing something. Now, we obviously want you to be more efficient and the most efficient you can possibly be, but, you know, Rome wasn't built in a day, right? So right. putting something away um, is absolutely, you know, so much more beneficial the, the younger you are. Um, and what I kind of talked to these kids about was, look, you 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 have age on your side. So um, use it. And um, really talk living for today uh, in young people, but if you show the value of what that means, um, you know, like for example, most of the people who I see on a regular basis have one to $3 million in, in assets. Um, and they typically will live comfortably on a hundred thousand dollars or more, not, you know, not more than 150 typically, um, a year, uh, for the rest of their lives and not outlive their money still have, uh, some left over to enjoy vacations and, um, you know, fix their house if they need it, those types of things. So, uh, you know, the threshold, you know, the downside is the threshold is <laughs> needs to be more than 300 if you can, um, to get to that point. But most of these folks will be in a position where they can contribute to, um, a 401k, a 403b, uh, TSP, um, you name it and they'll get a match, right? Yeah. So, you know, if you're getting matched and, you know, you, you can put 300 yourself away, um, you're just adding to that. Oh, it's huge. Yeah. Yeah. It and is compounding huge. interest. I mean, that's, right. that's where it all happens, right? Yeah. So, um, and, and then the other thing is that I talked about, uh, with these young folks is the, you know, and I, I probably, talk about this almost every show, but the value of a Roth IRA is just cannot be overstated. Um, because you're controlling the front end of that, that tax issue, you know, you know, eyes wide open what you're paying in taxes on that. And you never will have to pay uh, a dime uh, of taxes on the out, you know, as of today's tax. Well, I have to put that as a disclosure, but, but the, the, the idea is, is that where you can control things, control them, yeah. right? So if you know you're going to pay, I mean, if you're 20 years old and you're in the, you know, 22% tax bracket, you're doing, you're doing okay, first of all. But second of all, you know that that's the max amount you're going to put in or pay uh, to the IRS. So, you know, I always tell people, you know, if you put in a, a you know, a hundred dollars, and you have to pay 22%, that's $22, right? But if you put it in pre-tax and that same $100 grows to $10,000, you're, you're on the hook for $2,200 in taxes yeah. um, down the road, right? Now, you've deferred that, um, and that's just if taxes stay the same. Yeah, and but I if they a, go up. Yeah, every... I'd be every, willing to bet, Jeff. I'm just throwing <laughs> this out there. This is a long shot, but I'm right. willing to bet that taxes will go up in the future. That that's, is that is a shocker, Tony. No, that's my opinion. That's that is not shocking. That is breaking news. <laughs> wow, Tony Shore said he, he thinks taxes are going to go up. Captain Obvious. Yeah. Sorry. That's yeah. not. 
that's not nice. You know, but I think the the reality is that I've, you know, everybody that I talk to, I ask that same question. Do you think taxes will stay the same, go down or go up? And there's never anybody, I've never heard anybody say, I think they're going to go down. Um, so that, that's the, that's the value of controlling that front end. You know, you, you know, the max that you're going to pay out of that. Yeah. And, um, and then the rest is, you know, growth. Um, you know, the interest that you earn on it, all of it comes out tax-free. It's a great, uh, wealth transfer tool. Um, and, um, and it's a great way to perpetuate wealth for generations. It's just a great, yeah. Having money in that tax-free bucket with a Roth is so helpful Mm -hmm. and in cash value life insurance, right? I mean, these tax-free buckets. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, so they, they each have their own, you know, there's a give and take in everything, right? Sure. So, good point. you know, time is a valuable thing too, right? So if you're 20 years old and you can't wait five years for that Roth uh, to start taking out your own contributions, it's probably, it might not be the best fit for you, right? But if you're committed that that money is not going to be touched until you retire, it is an absolute huge uh, benefit to start a Roth and contribute to it on an, on a regular basis. If you have a small family or a young family, cash value life insurance is such a great, uh, product because if something happens to you, your kids are taken care of, your wife's taken care of, or, or your husband's taken care of yeah. all, you know, um, but along the way you're building, you know, you're building a, a bucket of money that you could potentially take out tax free. um, and, um, and use along the way, there's, you know, there's so many concepts out there that people talk about and, and, you know, and I understand, you know, be your own banker. Have you ever heard of that, Tony? Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm I've heard the, the term. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm not the guy. I don't know what it means. Know. Be your own banker. So, you know, um, there are a lot of folks that will build, um, a, you know, a, a stockpile of money in their life insurance policy. Mm-hmm. And you have to, you can't just go out and buy one of these things. You have to know how much you can put into, um, for each death benefit. So in other words, I, I don't want to get too far in the weeds, but, um, the, the IRS only allows you to put certain amount of money. So in other words, you couldn't, you couldn't open up a, a $10,000 death benefit life insurance policy and put a hundred thousand dollars and it doesn't work. It's against rules. Um, that, that oh, turns it into what's called a, a mech, <laughs> <laughs> um, which I will not bore you with, but sure. the reality is, is that you, it has to line up, right? It has to be right. But the idea is that you, you fund the life insurance policy to the max that you can. And, you know, it's, you know, depending on how well it performs, let's say five, six years, um, you know, if you had a need to buy a vehicle, let's say, uh, a car, you, you would pull the money out of your life insurance policy, um, uh, and then pay yourself back what you would have paid the bank. Right. So, uh, you're able to, to leverage the money that you put in, buy something and then pay yourself back and getting credits within the policy itself, um, depending on the performance. Sure. So there's, there's a, it's a really cool concept. Um, you have to be responsible and you have to pay attention to it, but it is something that, you know, listeners could really take advantage of, especially if they're, you know, able 
the secure life insurance policy and they have the money to put into it that is, you know, after tax. So it, it is, there are tons of vehicles out there, uh, ways to use things, um, to your advantage. Uh, and we, you know, we see this on a, on a fairly regular basis, um, people utilizing life insurance as a way to, you know, diversify their tax buckets. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's important. And it, it comes up no matter what our topic uh, of the week is, it seems like, mm-hmm. Uh, this bucket approach and really having a strategy where you have some tax-free income in retirement and you have taxable income and you want to balance. But I think it's important to understand the rules. Like you said, there's pros and cons to every investment vehicle, to every mm-hmm. insurance product, to every stock, uh, to every mutual yeah. fund, uh, bonds, whatever it is, uh, you need a diversity and a strategy. And yeah. everybody's situation is different. So mm-hmm. not everybody is going to benefit from having a majority of their money in one place or another. Uh, it right. depends. And that's where you come in to look at the big picture and mm-hmm. uh, to kind of guide them. And But I think for younger people, you know, we started the conversation off. The, the earlier you can start, the better. I bet a common theme of what you hear from people. And I know I've said this to you. If only I knew this when I was 24 or 23 yep. and, and got my first big full-time job where, you know, yeah. in my twenties. Yep. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people, I mean, in we, we've all, a lot of us have been there, right. Where, right. You know, we're still trying to, you know, either pay off student loans or, um, you know, you gotta have the, uh, the best car you can possibly get. And, you know, those types of things enter into the mind, especially when you get your paycheck. And, um, so it, it is, it is a mindset. And that's what I started out saying is that you really have to have a mindset because there's, you know, typically anymore, there's at least a 20 year period after you retire that you're responsible for yourself, mm-hmm. right? There's, yep. you know, you're not, the, the check stops, right? Um, you, I mean, there's social security, but I, you know, it's, it's rare that someone could live completely on social security without a significant change in lifestyle. Oh yeah. You can't, <laughs> you can't survive just on social security. It's right. So, you know, the, the idea is that, you know, having that mindset and saying, you know what, I, I really want to not have to struggle, uh, in those years, especially when you may need additional money for, health, you know, health issues. And, you know, we have an expiration date, so we want to make sure that we, we maintain our ourselves right. and, and have the, you know, the means to take care of ourselves in those later years. Sure. So I, I always tell people to Tony that, you know, there are, there are three things that you typically look for a financial vehicle, uh, liquidity, safety, and gr- good rate of return. Right. And you can pick two out of the three. You know what mm. I mean? You you get two. You can of those. never have all three. It, if somebody difficult. tells it, you, it, it, if somebody yeah. tells you they have a vehicle or an investment that will give them all three guaranteed, uh, run. Yeah. Right. I, I would probably. Yeah. I would probably run from it. Yeah, run from it, or or you know investigate it tremendously. Um, because you know you give up, uh, in one area to get the other, right? So if your primary 
goal uh, is good rate of return, you're probably going to lose a little safety. Yeah. Right. You may not lose liquidity. Right. So you can buy, you know, small cap and, you know, emerging markets and, and, and all those fun strategies that are very risky. Um, so you don't have to necessarily tie it up, sure. but there's a risk associated with it. So you lose safety, right? Right. If you, if you are concerned about losing any principle, then you're probably going to give up some time and, or good rate of return. Right. Mm-hmm. So those are the things that you sort of have to balance out in your mind and, um, and be okay with. And, and I guess that's why, you know, a lot of the basis for what we do we start with, you know, what is your risk tolerance? What is your time horizon? What are the things that you're going to need in order to make sure that, you know, you know, things work out the best in the planning process is so much more valuable than chasing returns. Right. So I, I say this a lot, but, you know, making sure a plan that works at three or 4% uh, <laughs> is tremendously valuable because, we're not going to necessarily just target three or 4%, but if we know it works at three or 4%, it's going to work at six and sevens. Well, yeah. Yeah. That's the beauty of it. Yeah. If you can find, you know, vehicles and, and strategies that will work and if an overall retirement income plan that works getting 3% gains, uh, you're Mm -hmm. in because, uh, you know, it can be structured to do that. Um, Mm -hmm. You just have to make sure uh, that you have a solid plan and stick to it. And then, you know, that's mm-hmm. going to work when the markets are doing better or where you have a good year and you get 7%, right? Right. So, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And that's why, you know, I mean, I, I talk to people, you know, we have, um, you know, the color of money, uh, risk analysis, and we have, uh, so it breaks it up between different types of colors. Um, <laughs> And, you know, red money we, we call is just in the market, unmanaged, right? So typically your 401ks or um, if you just, if you're buying the stocks, we're not saying that you're not a good manager. We're just saying that, you know, it is not professionally managed. Right. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. And usually you just high, medium or low risk and you check a box <laughs> when you get your 401k and that's your, your involvement. Right. And the, yep. It's kind of set it and forget it, and it's not mm-hmm. really actively managed. Right. No yeah. one's really, you're responsible for, you know, strategy changes, and that's a that's a big responsibility. I get your point there, but now we're out of time for today's wow. show. Yeah, flew by. Um, can you let our listeners know, the key here is planning, how can they get a plan in place? How can they get a hold sure. of you? Yeah, so um, just give us a call at 540 371 nine seven 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 or you can go to our website theretirementsmith.com and you can download or fill out actually the financial viewpoint it's on uh on our website uh just use the menu button and you can it's it's right up there um but yeah that's the best way to contact us or you can go through you know the website and, and just contact us if you have questions uh or concerns and uh, be happy to help. Um, yeah, so 540-371-9777. All right, thanks, Jeff. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Financial Viewpoints with our host, Jeff Smith. 
Thank you for listening to Financial Viewpoints. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Jeff Smith at The Retirement Smith. Call 540-371-9777 or visit them online at theretirementsmith.com. Advisory services are offered through the Retirement Smith LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Virginia. Insurance products are offered through the Insurance Smith, an affiliated company. Jeff Smith and the Retirement Smith are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary, and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources, and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.